This is Scott Pask with the Wichita State University Alumni Association. You're listening to the first Shock Talk podcast, our chance to visit with Shocker alumni and others connected to WSU across a wide spectrum. We hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Wichita State University Alumni Association Shock Talk podcast. I'm Kabrin Bradley, coach of the Aftershocks alumni basketball team and a guard for Coach Mark Turgeon's Shocker teams from 2004 to 2007. I'm joined by a couple of my Aftershocks players, Garrett Stutz, who was a part of Coach Greg Marshall's first recruiting class, and forward Shaquille Morris, who finished his WSU career in 2018 with more than 1,100 career points, just like Garrett. We're taping this day after the Aftershocks opening game in the TBT against Iowa United. And guys, let's just start there. What was it like for you to play in the roundhouse in front of Shaka fans again? It was really special. Um, just running out of the tunnel, that whole experience, that's something you don't, overseas, you don't get a chance to do. You're just on the court, the fans kind of cheer a little bit, and that's it. But to have the, the entire team back in the tunnel, you know, coach, you said a couple words, we all hyped, and running out and having the fans cheer and greet us that way was something really, really special. Seeing, um, you know, all of Wichita come out and support us, uh, you know, it just gave me a, a feeling of, you know, just euphoria of seeing the crowd again with, you know, us not being current players and being alumni. So, uh, you know, filling up the arena was huge and it was loud, just like a regular college game uh, in Wichita. Let me ask you this question. How have your pro experiences differed from playing for Coach Marshall? And what are some of the biggest challenges of playing in a foreign country? Some of the biggest challenges, obviously, is a little bit of culture shock. Luckily, I'm not that picky with food, so I can find I can find good restaurants and places to eat anywhere. I know a lot of other guys struggle with that. Um, living in Japan the last two seasons has been a little interesting because, obviously, I'm a pretty big guy, being one of the, like, the couple hundred couple hundred biggest persons in the world. So living in a small culture like that, doorways, cars, everything is really small. As far as basketball goes, uh, the things you miss the most about Wichita State are the feel in the locker room. Whenever you get to the professional level, everyone kind of takes care of their business a little bit differently. They'll have wife, kids, families, so their priorities can kind of change some. In college, it's, it's a lot more we're about us as a group, us as a, a, as a team. And then the way Coach Marshall holds his players accountable is a huge deal. And that's something I miss the most because, like I said, overseas, there's a lot more dynamics at play. So it's not always about just the one greatest good for the team. There's a lot of other things that are outside influences that happen throughout the season. At least in college, you know what Coach Marshall expects of you, and you know he's going to hold guys accountable. Um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, um, the number one thing for me is, you know, Coach Marshall, he – prepare guys like us to, you know, go to the next level and be ready to, you know, take care of business. So, um, you know, it was just a lot more professional, me being uh, one year out, uh, learning how to do things and, like, take care of business off the court and on the court. Um, so uh, that's basically the, the whole step that he prepares us for. What has it been like coming back to campus and what memories – have gotten stirred by that? Coming back to campus has been, um, you know, uh, a great feeling for me. Uh, you know, all the fans and 
support that they always show. Um, they always make you feel like, you know, it's family. Uh, you know, that's that's one big thing that I love about Wichita, and that's one of the reasons why I came here uh, out of high school. It's because I felt just like family as soon as I came around all the fans and teammates. Um, you know, everybody just hold a brotherhood to each other. So all of that is still here, even with, you know, guys who, you know, were before my time and, you know, being able to mesh at a time like this and to compete, and you can still feel the same feeling of family. Yeah, love coming back to campus, love coming back to the city of Wichita. Do it a couple times every summer for a reason. Some of the best people, some of the best fans. Um, only time I don't like it is when somebody comes up to me in public and says, hey, Paul Miller, what's going on? Oh, wow. <laughs> and even today, even this last summer, it still happens. Out at the golf tournament, it happened two or three times. And I was like, man, Wichita for 12 years, and they still think I'm Paul Miller. <laughs> Other, and I know Paul. He's a good friend of mine. I tell him this story. It's, somehow they still get us confused. Nice, man. Yeah. I uh, was a teammate of Paul Miller. You yeah. know, so I could, I could definitely see why they would think that. I guess all, all us big white guys look alike, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Despite playing in different years for Wichita State, Bradley, Stutz, and Morris each played a role in helping the Shockers ascend to new heights or maintain high levels of success. Bradley, a Marquette transfer, helped WSU end an 18-year NCAA tournament drought in 2006. Stutz was part of the Shockers' 2011 NIT championship team and ended his career on Marshall's first NCAA tournament team at WSU. Morris redshirted during the Shockers' 35-1 season in 2013-14, then helped WSU reach four NCAA tournaments and win three Missouri Valley Conference titles. I remember, I could, I could say this, like, even then in the times where we weren't more of a national, national brand, uh, the Shocker fans would show up. We would have 10,500 no matter what. Um, and we were still in those building stages all the way up to that year when we made it to the Sweet 16. Um, I remember how things started to turn around, you know, and I remember a lot of my family and friends from back home, you know, were starting to recognize, like, what is this Woo Shock? What is this Woo? What does that mean? You know, what is this mascot? Um, and so I remember that process starting to come and how it built. And I was, I got a chance to um, do individual workouts with Coach Marshall my last year going into overseas and I was here for that transition. Um, so I remember that time and how when he first got here, you know, it was a rebuilding thing, you know, after Coach Turgeon left. And uh and to see it where it is now, it's amazing, you know, just the growth that is that's happened. To build on that, um, to come in as one as Coach Marshall one of Coach Marshall's first true recruits. Um, it was a time where we didn't really know what we knew what to expect because I had I had actually watched Coach Marshall when, when he was at Winthrop. I was on a recruiting visit to Missouri State, and Winthrop went in there and and beat him pretty good at Missouri State during the bracket buster game. So I had watched him coach then, and I'd heard some stuff about him. I knew he was a tough, demanding coach, but he also he's he's the first guy that when you're playing well and doing the right things, he's he's right there trying to help you and push you higher to the next level. So I knew he was going to be tough and demanding, and I also knew he was going to be he was going to get this program to the next level. And I think he's, he continues to build that step by step. But man, that, was, that freshman year was rough. When we started out 0-6 in conference and had a couple late night practices, it definitely, 
there were some some guys on the team that couldn't take it and transferred out, and there were some guys on the team that just said, "I'm I'm gonna overcome this no matter what. We gotta get to that next level. We can't plateau right here." But it was it's definitely been something cool to uh, to think I kind of helped start that a little bit, and then the guys the last seven, eight years since I've left have just built on it and taken it to where everyone in the basketball world knows the Wichita State Shockers. Yeah, um, and I was a guy that, you know, coming out of high school, 2013, I didn't even, two hours, being two hours away uh, in Oklahoma City, um, didn't even know what Wichita State was. Uh, I was getting these letters because I was being recruited and all I kept seeing was wins, 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 and wins. And I was like, yo, what, what school is this? And so I decided to take a visit, check it out. And that's where I fell in love. And I was like, wow, it's been here this whole time. I never heard about it and anything and everything. And so after I took my visit, you know, I committed and told them I was 110% in. And that was the year they went to the Final Four. And then after that year, uh, 35 and 0, and then after that, you know, all all five years I was here, it was straight um, NCAA tournaments, and you know, it was a, uh, you know, the, the peak of things starting to get into all of the you know stuff that you guys build up to. Um, so you know, it was really, really amazing. It was like the 35 and 0 year was a little easier practices than those late night oh, practices sure. you were having. <laughs> but um you know so like definitely uh within the years that all of us has been here uh you know this program has completely taken off and is now you know people know about Wichita and and the fans you know they've always been the same through the hard and bad times you know Absolutely. so you know Absolutely. that's something that I completely love about Wichita, Kansas. Morris and Stutz spent the last professional basketball season playing in Japan. Both do whatever it takes to follow the current Shockers. For me, being a rookie, I didn't know how to, you know, catch any games or do anything like that. And we, what's what's that, 14-hour difference or something like that? Um, in Japan. In Japan. So, uh, you know, it's super late or early in the morning there when, you know, the Shockers get the plan and stuff. But I always try to catch the games and whenever I can using different type of apps and stuff. So it's been, um, you know, a little tough for me to try to keep up with it, but uh, uh, I do as much as I can. Yeah. Um, I've always looked at the box scores and the highlights on ESPN and on some of the stuff that's online. So I always kept up with the team that way. Uh, every year I get to see maybe anywhere between five and eight games. And then obviously the big games like the preseason tournament, conference tournament and postseason tournament. I'll try to wake up at just about any time of night just to watch them. And then summertime, just like when I was um, young and, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior year, I had guys like Paul Miller and Kyle Wilson come back and work out with me during the summer and try to teach me some things that they learned. I try to come back every summer too and work out with the bigs and the guards and, and just hopefully some of my knowledge can help them out throughout their career. Exactly. You did that with me as well. So yeah. That was pretty cool. The Aftershocks featured players from Marshall's earliest teams at WSU like Stutz and Clevin Hanna to more recent players like Morris and Connor Frankamp. Bradley says the task of developing team chemistry wasn't difficult. Man, you know what? To be honest, these guys have been great. Right? It hasn't been a challenge at all. Um, and I think when we first reached out to everyone, it was like kind of like a no-brainer for most guys. Everybody, for the most part, was just all in. 
you know, because they knew coming back here to Coke Arena. And then when we found out that we had a chance to host, I mean, you know, it was an easy process. And these guys are here. They're enjoying it. They love being back. At the end of the day, everybody was Shocker brothers, was Shocker family, even though we come from a long you know, it's it's 10 years, and that's a lot. Um, but these guys have been great. It hasn't really been a challenge for me in that sense. So, Even with a sampling of shockers from various seasons, Stutz says there were no surprises once the aftershocks took the court together. I'm a little different because I have come back every summer and worked with guys. I've, I've worked and or played with or against almost everyone on the team, whether it's one-on-one, three-on-three, or five-on-five. So I kind of I knew what to expect. Yeah, I knew pretty much uh, what to expect. So, uh, you know, uh, all of these guys that was, came before me um, on the team, you know, I've watched them and uh, kept up with them. And they've a lot of guys come back, you know, every summer. And so I've played with them as well. So um, it's just been, you know, exciting to mesh it all together and compete for, you know, one goal. With record-setting crowds for the TBT and the connection between the Aftershocks and WSU fans, the players believe this summer's experience will likely lead to a TBT encore next year. I think year by year it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on where guys are in their career and obviously they got to be healthy. Just like this year we got some guys that are uh, banged up and dinged up and, and I completely understand and respect the decision to sit out. Um, as far as like from the, the TBT standpoint, I don't see why they wouldn't come back to Wichita. Uh, we just shattered the record for attendance last night. We have the best fans in the nation. They're going to come out and support us no matter what. So from a financial standpoint, I don't see why the TBT would ever want to move the tournament away from Wichita. He nailed it. That's no. Right on the nail. <laughs> right if you guys don't have anything else, that's it for me. I'm Karen Bradley with the Wichita State University Alumni Association Shock Talk Podcast.